Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm going to use John's words. I didn't say it. So <laughs> Throw if you're me get under the bus. Mad, it's not me. But we have not used the words middle-aged white guy in a while. But we will now. Yeah, we got another one. Um, and it's it's so funny because every time this comes up, invariably, the same people who will respond to uh, you know something like the George Floyd situation by saying, oh, yeah, well, what about all the black on black crime? Will call up and crab at us about, why are you always saying it's a middle-aged white guy? Well, because it always is. That's why. And as we said, we've got another one. Um, and, and when we say this, understand the kinds of stories that we're talking about. Um, The one that I always go back to is one that happened in Palm Bay, Florida, many, many years ago, where there was a guy who went on a shooting spree, killed a lot of people because a couple of kids, a couple of high school kids were walking home from school and cut across his lawn. Okay, that's the kind of story that we're talking about, something that happens to everybody all the time. And while it may be a minor frustration is met with deadly force. And those guys seem to all be the same, whether it's the ex-cop who shot the guy over having a bag of popcorn thrown at him at a theater in Tampa, or whether it's that story out of Palm Bay, or, I mean, any one of a hundred that we've had recently where somebody backs into the wrong driveway and then goes to leave and the guy runs out with a gun and starts shooting at him, all the way to Ralph Yarl. And now we go to Tennessee for this one, and once again, it's the exact same story. Charles Doty, D-O-T-Y, out of Middle Tennessee, 64 years old, was arrested in November of 2021. He has now pleaded guilty to four counts of aggravated assault because he leveled his AK-47 at pizza shop employees. I said Middle Tennessee. Pardon me. It was actually Knoxville. That's Eastern Tennessee. Pointed his AK-47 at pizza shop employees, presumably four of them. That's why the four counts. Because his pizza was taking too long to cook. Yes, his Little Caesars pizza Uh was going to take 10 minutes. 
to prepare. And that was too long for him. Yeah. See, the deal is at Little Caesars, if you go to Little Caesars, and occasionally I will, you know this, they have that big box right up in the front, the, the hot box, where the hot and ready pizzas are. And normally they'll have a couple of cheese pizzas in there, a couple of pepperoni pizzas, and occasionally a couple of sausage pizzas. Something simple. You can get more than that. But usually those are there and they're ready to go. So you just walk in and say, give me a pepperoni pizza. And they say, give me $6 plus tax. And you walk out with your pizza. It's that easy. But sometimes they get a rush and all the hot and ready pizzas are gone. And if that happens, you're going to have to wait 10 minutes until it goes through the little conveyor belt thing. He didn't want to. And because he was mad that his pizza was going to take 10 whole minutes to cook. He went and got his AK-47 and threatened a bunch of Little Caesars employees. First, he pointed it at a female worker who was on her first day on the job, by the way, while demanding his order. When another employee, excuse me, tried to leave the restaurant, he asked, where where in the hell do you think you're going, (laughs) is what he said. Away from you, you nutcase. So the staffer went to a back room and called 911 in an effort to just get the guy out of there. A female customer who had just gotten her order said, here, I'll just give you my pizza. Like if it's a difference between you shooting up the place or not, take my pizza. That's fine. Then he took off and was caught. (laughs) You wonder at that point. I mean, when when the other customer said, dude, really, if it's that big a deal, you can have mine. Did it dawn on him what a total ass he was being? I mean, did he have some inkling of... I'm really being an unmitigated moron here. Maybe I should make myself scarce. I like that he demanded a free order of crazy bread (laughs) before he left the restaurant. And the fact that he was so enraged at this, it's not like he just had the gun on him. He was so enraged at this that he went home, which is five miles away from this restaurant, and came back with his AK-47. With rifle, yeah. There were multiple opportunities there to think, you know, maybe maybe I shouldn't maybe I should just cool off a little bit. But the fact that he went all the way home, got the gun and went all the way back is amazing. In a TV interview from this is according to the smoking in a TV interview following the November 2021 bust, the worker who had the AK-47 pointed at her said she was shocked by Doty's overreaction to a minor wait for a pizza. Referring to Little Caesar's slogan, she noted, we're not always hot and ready. <laughs> I mean, we do our best, but sometimes, you know, circumstances being what they are. And he I, four counts of ag assault for this guy. Yeah, that's yeah. Four counts of aggravated assault uh, will be sentenced in a couple of weeks. I mean, I asked the universe again, what on earth? Yeah. What is it that possesses a person? And again, we'll say middle-aged, uh, middle-aged, <laughs> he's middle-aged, sitting there white man to just snap at something. And, and, and your answer is get your gun. Now he didn't fire it. But he went there to scare him with it. The fact that he even did that, and, and like you said, I mean, in the time between when he was initially told they didn't have one and he went home and got the gun and came back, do you think the 10 minutes had already gone by? by it probably point? was ready. Yeah. Or close to it. Pizza would have been ready by then, but no. He decided he had to threaten somebody with a rifle first. It just, it's so insane that, yeah, I mean, somebody on the text line pointed out, yeah, crazy bread. No, dude, I think you're full up of crazy already. I, I don't think yeah. you need any crazy bread. You're, you're fine. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, that is is it just privilege? Is that all this is? That these guys have had people falling at their feet to cater them to to them their entire lives, and when the slightest little thing goes wrong, it freaks them out something rotten, and they don't know how to deal with it. I hate to be a broken record, but I will. It is the inability to handle the word no. Yeah. I mean, in this case, he was just told he wasn't told no. He was not. He was yet. told not yet. But I, I I suspect you internalize it the same. How dare you deny me something, be it my Little Caesars pizza, that I am entitled to. Yeah. And then they just lose it. And these are the people who just sit there squelching about the entitlement class online in the comment sections all the time. And yet one little thing doesn't go their way and they pull out an automatic rifle and point it at a teenager. Good on him. I, I hope I hope the pizza's good in prison. Yeah, no kidding. That's what you're going to have here I, for a while. I do. I mean, I don't know what what penalty in Tennessee four counts of aggravated assault carries. I hope they put this guy away for a long time. And he's 64 years old. Good. Guess what? Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna draw your last breath behind bars, you knob. And this happened a while. This was November 2021 that yeah, this happened. This is taking a while. This, yeah, it's probably COVID. Oh, we're still backed up. Everything's with... backed up from 2020. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll see what he ends up getting on September 29th when he is sentenced. Okay, speaking of the word no, um, this has <laughs> happened again, um, where you have had a female television reporter who is live doing a report and doing her job, and it's it's TV for obvious reasons, and again it happens where a guy walks by, and in this case, he grabbed her butt and said a couple things, um, but again this happens where you think you're being funny, and you don't realize it is a crime because it is a crime and this person is just doing their job yeah and just like when it's happened here i this is another story where i was like please don't be america please don't be america please don't be yeah. america. and thankfully it wasn't this happened in spain where but we have had this happen here there was a famous case um was it the boston marathon where the uh where the woman was covering the race and a guy who was in the race saw her. They were on a bridge. They were crossing a bridge. And he saw her and went all the way over to the edge of the bridge so he could smack her on the butt as he as he ran by. And that case went huge viral about five or six years ago. Um, I'm looking it, it up because I don't remember If exactly. it wasn't the Boston Man, it was, it was a big race like that. It might have been the New York Marathon. But we have had this kind of thing happen. And that guy, it was other racers who you know tracked him down by his number and all of that stuff and and they were able to find out who he was in this case um they took and i'm glad to see this they took the action just as seriously uh the young woman who was doing the reporting her name is isa balado and she was just out there covering a story and a guy leans out of this little bodega out of the the front door and grabs her as she's on the air and then so the the guy, the the anchor back at the station is saying to her, "Is it? Did, did that guy really just grab your butt?" Mm-hmm. And he's he's asking her. The guy who has just now physically assaulted this woman is asking her, "Hey, what TV station do you work for?" Oh wow! Um, uh, yeah, I, I need to get a little further into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And now, so here's the transcript. So he touches her butt visibly flustered she tries to keep going yeah 
I don't know how, but she says, sorry, one minute to the anchor and then tells the man we are on lot. We are live on TV. The anchor back in the studio says, like John said, sorry to interrupt you. The sound is really bad. Did he just touch her? Um, and then she tells the anchor, yes, indeed, that happens. And the camera adjusts to show them both. And yes, that's when he says, what TV station do you work for? And she says, as much as you want to know which TV station we are, do you really have to grope me? I am working on a live report. And then he denies it. Of course. And says, I haven't touched your butt. <laughs> yeah, now, now, well, that he, now that he knows he's been caught on camera, it's like, oh, I, I didn't do that. No, that wasn't me. Um, and she says, yes, you did. And someone on the street suggests calling the police. She again asks him to leave her alone so she can keep working. And he, somebody's calling him a complete imbecile uh -huh. in the studio. And he says, I didn't want to touch your butt. I respect you, you know. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and she again says to him, let me work. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. I wouldn't do that. I respect you. But, but but you did do that, and it's on camera, and what on earth are you doing? So they called the police. The police showed up, and they did in, indeed grab this guy. Uh, he's he's also now uh, facing an assault. It was an assault charge or a battery charge. I don't remember which one they said. But, uh, yeah, he's he's been charged in this so far, and now she's become, and I know, I mean, I, from the uh, the few female reporters that I, the TV reporters that I've known over time, they hate becoming the story. I yeah. mean, absolutely, they're they're there to report yeah. the story. They hate becoming the story. So, but now she has, and there are other TV stations that are asking her, you know, how do you feel about this? What's you know, what do you think about him being arrested for this? And she's got to just be hating life right now. Well, because you also then. I mean, every woman obviously feels this way about like, you think it's funny, but you are touching me without my consent. Yeah. And there's a very thin line between that and some other very serious crimes, but you are, you are touching me without my consent. And even though, you know, every woman is going to tell you that's awful. The fact now that she, just like when it's happened here is going to be asked about that a lot and have to speak on behalf of women in the industry about how much of a problem that is. Nobody asks for that kind of attention. No. Nobody wants that. It's, it's bad enough. And I mean, I can kind of see it. I get the joke, too, when somebody's reporting on Mardi Gras. Yeah, for example, they're down there on Bourbon Street and there's somebody behind them mugging to the camera and waving stuff in the air. And woohoo, look at right. me. OK, that's fine. We've also seen that happen, though. When the reporter's trying to report on something serious, and then it's like, okay, you know, I get it, but really, we're we're trying to do something that is a a serious thing here. But in either case, the the one line you don't cross is you don't touch them. Never, whether it's a male reporter, female reporter, yeah. whatever, just keep your hands to yourself. So again, I ask, what is that? Uh, you know, and it's mostly. <clears throat> with the reporters that we've had this happen to, it's mostly been men that have touched female reporters. Yes. Um, and it's it's TV, right? Because if it was radio, it wouldn't matter because it's not on TV. Um, and I don't know if this guy knew that she was live at the time. I don't care. It doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't matter to yeah, me. Sure. Um, but so what is that about not realizing 
you are molesting another person. You are touching another person without their consent. And even if you're trying to be funny, that doesn't make it okay. I think in some cases, and I don't know about this one because the guy hung around, and there Mm -hmm. is video of him, by the way, being let off in cuffs, which is great. The -hmm. Spanish police tweeted out about this, and they said, yes, we did. We, we, you know, we got him for sexual harassment was what it was. Um, and, And we did arrest him over this. But I think that at least in part, it's you know she can't stop doing what she's doing. Like the guy, yeah. the guy from the marathon who smacked the girl on the mm-hmm. butt as he was running by. He knows she can't just drop her microphone and come over and confront him. She's working, and if she is live, even more so, she can't really do anything about it in the moment. And then I ask, what? Um, and I ask myself this a little bit: if I was in that position, I would say I don't care that I'm doing a live report. And I don't know what the right answer to that is, but you don't get to take advantage of that situation just because I'm live on the air. I mean, if nothing else, I I will confront you about it there. And then hopefully the anchor says, let's go to break so that that way we can handle it off the air. Yeah, but 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 you're right. It's it's target rich environment. And, and you think she can't resist. Right. It's, so. uh, yeah, and and that's, again, it's a power thing. Not only is it, oh, it, you know, trying to hide behind, oh, I was only joking, you know, I was just trying to be that guy, <laughs> look at me. But as much as you're trying to do that, that what's, what it really comes down to is I have the power over you. I can do this to you, and there's nothing you can do about it. It is always about power. Mm-hmm. It's always about power. Uh, we need to get to a break. If you have thoughts here, 913-586-7798. Uh, we'll take a break. Still to come this hour, uh, we will lighten things up. We mentioned Stephen King uh, says his wife threatened to divorce him over a particular song. We'll explain this coming up here on KMBZ. We're sorry. We're sorry. We know <laughs> it's the earworm you're going to have now, and nobody needed to hear this song. Neither did Stephen King's wife, Tabitha. They have been married forever. Uh, They were married, as a matter of fact, they were married uh, before his first novel, Carrie, came out. She was there at the kitchen table when he got the phone call that he had gotten a $400,000 advance for Carrie. 1971. Yeah, uh, they've been married a long time. And she, according to a, a recent interview that Stephen King gave to Rolling Stone magazine, threatened divorce if he played this song one more time. Who? enjoys that song enough (laughs) that this is what you play over and over this was the explanation that he gave uh to rolling stone when i write there are things that i can listen to a lot a lot of techno stuff or disco stuff but techno in particular and so that this is the song that he listens to a lot when he writes yeah, and whatever his, works for you. His reasoning is is pretty solid because what he's saying is, if you listen to a song while you're trying to write that is a very cinematic song by itself, or you listen to an artist that tells stories, you can't write to that because you're trying mm-hmm. to tell your own story while you're listening to another story assaulting you in the head. So he has things on, like he mentions Casey and the Sunshine Band. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. he, he kind of runs the gamut of everything from disco up to techno, that it doesn't demand your ear. It's music, so you get the the feeling that you get when you're listening to music, but it doesn't demand your ear to listen to a story, so he can still write while that's playing. And Lou Bega is one of the ones that he just figured, okay, it fits that bill. He said, I had the dance mix. I loved those extended play things, and I played both sides of it. One of them was total instrumental. 
<laughs> Which, again, okay. you're not really listening. You, at that point, you don't even have his vocal over top of it. So it lets you, it, it, it maybe stokes the creative juices a little bit and lets you write without having to worry about somebody else's words. I, I completely get it. But it did, it caused me to wonder because there have been, not many, because Jen and I listen to a lot of the same music. We were born, you know, a month apart. So our tastes are pretty similar when it comes to that stuff. But there are things that I know I could play that would annoy her like crazy. Things that I like that I know annoy her. And I'm sure she's the same way. She she loves songs that I can't stand. And I wonder if you know, if there's one that as I was saying that, you were thinking about going, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know which one. If there's a song that you like, but your significant other or your spouse absolutely can't take what is it? If you have your own version of Stephen King's Mambo Number no. 5, that if you really want to get under his or her skin, you know what to put on, I want to know what that song is. And if you text these in the next two minutes, we will perhaps play a few of these coming up <laughs> just to see how annoying they actually are. 913-586-7798. Hit us up on the text line or call in. And if you've got a story about it, about how you found out that it was one of theirs that they just couldn't take, give us that one as well. We'll get to your comments next here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Stephen King said in the story that we got out of people magazine it was a joke but he said mambo number five is the song that makes his wife crazy what is yours here's here's the funny thing about this as i was typing to colin hey colin rack up frampton comes alive and put on do you feel like we do my wife texted me 
So, you going to play Do You Feel Like We Do coming up? <laughs> that was her song. She hates that song. And I love it. I mean, it's, it, the, the song is great, and it, it was off of one of the best-selling live albums of all time. But every time it starts, she says, turn that thing off. So we're watching the text line, and Colin's working quickly to get some of these pulled up so that we can <laughs> judge for ourselves how particularly annoying some of these are. Yeah, somebody said, and this is interesting to me, because a lot of these songs that are coming in, you kind of get it. I mean, there are songs like Baby Shark that are just earworm annoying, and you can't stand them for it. very long. Yeah, I know. Uh, it, curiously, that one hasn't come up because nobody wants to admit to liking it. But, uh -huh. um, <laughs> but one that... I, there are some of those that I like. Like, I like Mambo Number no. 5. Uh, I really do. I mean, it, it's not a great song, but I, I like listening to it. It's it's fun to listen to, and the way that it was produced is kind of in interesting. Um, oh, equally so with the song I'm Blue by uh, Eiffel 65, I think is the name of the band that did that one. And a texter said, I love the song, and my girlfriend absolutely hates it. That's Can another one of those. Is this it? Yeah, this one. Okay. I haven't heard this in forever. Oh, my gosh. Right? And when it gets to the chorus and, and uses that very high manipulated, you know, digitally manipulated voice on the I'm blue, bab, and beat, that part Yeah, if we of can it. get to that part. Yeah, if you, if you can Because that's the annoying part. There we go. There you go. <laughs> What's this called? I'm blue. Did, had no idea. Yeah, that's and it's one of those. Yeah, I mean, people didn't even pay enough attention to it to find out what the title of the song was. But uh, it's just yeah, that annoying thing about the blue boy with the blue world and the blue. It, but uh, yeah, that one's on there. Somebody else said "99 Luft Balloons" by Nina, which again, I, I can kind of see it if keyboards aren't your thing. That real mid '80s kind of you know heavy duty keyboard sound. But that's mm -hmm. another one that I mean, that's one Jen and I have in common. We both like that song a lot. Is 99 Red Balloons the only three lyrics out of this song we know? Yeah, I know the whole thing. I know the English version. I don't know any German, really. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, she released it in English as well. And yeah, I know every word to that one because I've heard it like a million and a half times. But yeah. she's just got such a great voice. Boy, yeah, it's... Um did she do anything else, Nina? No, not that I remember. I mean, I'm sure uh -uh. she had more hits in Germany, but uh, yeah. I mean, she probably did most of her stuff in German, so it just never got translated. But uh, but that one, that was a huge hit when that thing came out. It's so funny. Some of these I've not heard in a in a very very long time. Um, <laughs> Somebody mentioned seagulls. Stop it now. <laughs> Again, right. I don't know if you can I'm, find it. I don't. I'm I don't know him by name. I've got to explain that. That was a a bad lip reading video that uh, they made this song, and it's a very synth-pop-heavy kind of song, and it's it's supposed to be Yoda singing the song. And in the video, it shows him singing, you know, so, so that it's kind of lip-synced to that, and it's ridiculously catchy and weird. Uh, this song about him, you know, getting annoyed with seagulls attacking him. <laughs> no. Ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Um, okay. And I don't know what some of these are, but we can certainly find them. Somebody said anything by Rush. Wow. And it'll turn off the radio. Um, okay. Yeah, boy, that's, well, again, maybe that's a vocal thing. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I've mentioned before, my dad could not stand listening to Rod Stewart's voice. And if you don't like Getty Lee's voice, you're not going to like anything Rush does. That's how I feel about Cheryl Crow. I know she's from Missouri, <laughs> yeah. but I can't Bite handle your it. your tongue. Yeah, really. They're going to come after you now.
It's but there's something about this whiny, nasally drawn out thing that I can't deal with. Um, somebody else just mentioned my wife hates I Wanna Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss. Um, Kiss is a very male-centric band. I-, I can understand just about any woman being annoyed by Kiss. I love them, but I'm a I'm a dude, so. Was I'm it allowed. the Dad Rock playlist? What was the playlist that we pulled up on Spotify? I think it was called Dad Rock. Yeah, and it was full of bands like Kiss. Who was it? Justin Trudeau? Who was the world leader that said, "Why did that?" No, no, it was who's the president of Ukraine? Oh, it was Zelensky. It was him. He was asked, "What kind of? How do you unwind?" And that's what he said. I listened to Dad Rock and Kiss was on it. Yes. Um, what does the fox say? All right. Some of these songs are just annoying. I, I get it. But um, well, yeah, what does the fox say? That annoys just about everybody. Is there one, though, that that is particularly that, that, like we said, is a good song or, I mean, arguably a good song that you really like? And yet they don't. Um, yeah, we've been through that a couple of times. Like I said, our our tastes are pretty similar. But sometimes you just hit one and go, no, nah, that one's not for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I could put myself on that list with Bob Seger. Jen doesn't listen to a lot of it anyway, but I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I mean, I've said before, the two songs that make me <clears throat> absolutely want to throw things and change the channel are Kiss from a Rose by Seal and... The song by Brian Adams, the name escapes me now. Have you ever really loved a woman? Oh, yeah. That's his worst song by far. Both of those songs make me want to absolutely throw things. <laughs> so, Well, uh, yeah, and, and see, I could add to that any ballad by any rock band, uh, whether it's Beth by Kiss or Rough Boys by ZZ Top. Anytime you have a band that is a, a dad rock or guy rock kind of band that comes out and does some pathetic, awful ballad, I'm going to I'm going to leave the room. Why does Nickelback have <laughs> such a divisive? Why is that band so popular to hate? Um, because somebody just said that. The music's kind of generic, but I think it goes deeper than that. I, I think that um, they they set themselves up to be kind of a joke of a band to begin with. I mean, even the, the, do you know where the name came from? No, I don't. One of the, I, if I remember the story right, one of the members of the band used to work at Starbucks. And, <laughs> okay. and there was a very popular order at Starbucks that was like $1.95. So their change was a nickel. And he found himself always saying, okay, here's your nickel back. <laughs> Get it? Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> uh, so it's that. It, it, and the, uh, they're, they're kind of seen as having that sort of personality. It's a very frat okay. boy. I think there are people that like that band that don't even feel like it's okay to admit publicly. Yep. Because so many people dislike them that you'll get you'll get screamed at. So just remember, if you ever happen to go see Stephen King and his wife at an event, do not request Lou Bega be played over the loudspeaker. She will hate you. All right. Speaking of songs that are annoying, um, she had a really big night at the VMAs last night. Taylor Swift, um, and a lot a lot of those awards were for Antihero, which is her song that I can't. I, it was the big hit when she came out with the new album. I get it. It's the song I can't stand in part because TikTok picked it up so much. TikTok is amazing and horrible at making you like a song you've never heard and then hate it very quickly because everybody puts it in everything. Yep, because it's been driven into the ground so much and you just can't take it anymore. Uh, and this is not about Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey. No sign of him at the VMAs last night. Uh, but, but there is a job opening at USA Today, 
to hire a Taylor Swift fanatic. And it's a real job to cover Taylor Swift for the newspaper. <laughs> That's your full time. You are the Taylor Swift, not the music reporter, not the mm -hmm. pop reporter. You are the Taylor Swift reporter. They are seeking a video, <clears throat> excuse me, a video forward journalist to report exclusively on the music and cultural influence of Taylor Swift. It'll be remote, but require international travel. My guess is you're going to follow her tour around uh -huh. and report extensively on that. Pay scale reaches, it's a big range, $40,000 to $100,000, depending on if you have any experience whatsoever, and will chronicle the biggest moments on the next portions of her tour, giving an insider view of the blockbuster event. I wonder if there's any precedent for this. Like, has, has there ever been a band or an artist that was so big that, like, Rolling Stone had to have their Beatles reporter? Especially for a national outlet. Yeah. Like, I can see um, a Nashville newspaper having somebody that's going to specifically cover a certain artist and follow them for a while sure. or a big tour. But not U USA Today is a funny choice for that. Yeah. I don't consider USA Today to be the biggest in, in music news. Rolling Stone, that would make more sense. Yeah, I mean, their their life section covers a lot of stuff, but even their mm -hmm. life section isn't all music. It's right. it's lifestyle stuff. It's everything. It's all, all of pop culture. So, yeah, to have them narrow it down that much, um, it, it does seem a little bit strange. But I just wonder if, if that's ever been done before. I can't imagine. See, that must be tough for a writer. I mean, to every mm -hmm. day... Even if you're deep into music and you really love Taylor Swift, but every day you have to go out and find another angle on Taylor Swift. Wow. And a different angle. Yeah. That's that's still going to be interesting and compelling. I assume this is full time. It would, for I that mean, salary, I assume it's full time. Sure. And with international travel and all of the rest of it, can you imagine what the expense account's going to look like given her oh, concert man. tickets? And so... Why does USA Today think it's worth spending that kind of money? Is there that kind of a demand for coverage? Not just of her, but of her tour. I mean, every that means you're going to every every concert and doing a story after every concert. Here's where I get to be mean and ask the obvious question. How many 12-year-old girls are reading USA Today? I laugh because I have several guy friends of mine that I tweeted this at last night that went to the concert that, that work in radio that I joked uh, would be perfect for a job like this. Um, yeah, I, I, I am, it must be worth it for USA Today financially to do this. All right. There's your coin flip question is if they are able to find their reporter, is it a man or a woman? I see why you're asking I, because it's going to be easier to find a woman, but a male's perspective would probably be more interesting. Or, but maybe, I mean, you're, the job is to be objective. So, yeah. um, it, you know, in theory, if you're, if you're doing the job of a journalist, we don't know whether you're male or female and right. it shouldn't come through. It shouldn't matter at all. But I just, I wonder if, I mean, you, you know that the hiring manager, whoever it was that came up with this position in the first place had to be, they, they must've had an image in their mind of somebody they thought would be perfect. And I bet that image had a gender attached to it. And you could probably easily find this. I mean, be decent at social media, and I'm sure USA Today is, and you could find this person on social media. I mean, go, you know, go through Instagram and go through TikTok and find the people, like find someone who has been to multiple tour stops already 
see if they have any background whatsoever as a journalist. Even if they don't, are they good at video and can they can they write? Yeah. And That's the person that gets 40000 a year. Sure. And, and can you recruit them? You know, would they have the interest in doing the job, even if they love her and love the music? Because when you're reporting on something, you don't get the opportunity to just be a total spectator. You can't let yourself do that. You always have to be looking for the story. Yes. Uh, if you have thoughts on this one, 913-586-7798, feel free to get in here. Uh, coming up, we have the scam of a lifetime from Florida about Uber Eats. Get to that coming up here on KMBZ. Fired. Do I have the power to fire people? Is that, is that, <laughs> I don't think do I have so. that authority to fire people? Colin, I like you, but we're going to have, <laughs> you know what? I actually like words. this song. I, I, I like it. I had nothing can't to do stand with it. it. I don't like Seal. I, I don't like, I, I can't think of anything he's done that I've enjoyed, but particularly that song, I honestly, particularly the chorus of that song. I, I can't think of anything I, I know that he did other than that. I, I don't think I've ever heard another Seal song. Did he do anything else? I'm looking hits by Seal. <laughs> hey, we're going to have some fun. I got, I got quite a list ah, here on okay. my end over here, so... Somebody on the text line just mentioned Millions of Peaches by Presidents of the United States of America. That is an awesome song. You should be ashamed. <laughs> I have a list of his 10 best songs. Okay. Ever. And they include anything we've They're, heard of? Here, I'll send this to you, Colin, because it's got the videos, and we can just play the, the audio straight off of here. Just awful. Just complete. Is Kiss from a Rose number one on this list? Please, no. Oh, yes, it is. Of course be. it is. Yeah. I also don't like the video. I also don't like the the Brian Adams video either for Have You Ever Really Loved a Woman? It's him in a cape and a mask. Like he's, I can't think of what character he's trying to be. The black, the black cape and the whatever. I don't. Zorro? <laughs> I mean, something like that. Okay, all but right. the video is awful too. Okay, so Kiss from a Rose is number one. Um, number two is Crazy. Released in uh, his official debut solo single, released in 1991, inspired by the fall of the Berlin Wall. Wow! I, I don't. I I am not good at knowing songs by title. I have to hear them to know what they are. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. I, and yeah, I, I just don't know Seal well enough. Like I said, "Kiss from a Rose" huh. is the only thing that I've ever heard attributed to him. So I'm sure there's more. I just don't know them. Yeah, there there are many on here, but I'm not going to put myself through. <laughs> investigating further into a deep dive into seals career yes um i just realized the link didn't go through but there it is colin if you're if you're so inclined feel free okay um there was a massive scam in florida uh the story came out a couple of weeks ago of how it, a couple of people were able to scam uber out of millions of dollars I'm going to need more clarification on this. Me too. Because apparently what they were doing is uh, the way they describe it in the story, if you, they, they posed as both the buyer and the courier. So they had two accounts set up. One was a buyer account. One was a courier account. And they would rack up a, a huge grocery bill on Uber Eats, and they would send that courier to go get it. In between time... What they said is when that happens, the courier gets a gift card from Uber Eats to go make the purchase. And then they get reimbursed for that when the person pays them for the groceries. So they would wait until the courier, which was you know part of the scam, would get that gift card from Uber Eats. And then the person who ordered it would cancel the order and they would just steal the gift card. And use the prepaid cards to buy gift cards at the stores, not purchase the items that had been again you like john said you have these two guys that are playing both parts 
And so the guy on the other side cancels it, and the other guy keeps the cards and, worth 700 bucks. Right, and spends it on another gift card before Uber has a chance to cancel the purchase of the gift card. Now, that mm -hmm. sounds like a really easy way to get caught because, you know, they, they would know that they never got reimbursed for the gift card that was from a canceled order. It had already been spent. So you'd figure that they would be onto the scam fairly quickly. The, the trick to this, though, is they weren't. These guys were able to rack up about a million dollars worth of gift cards by using this scam. And it was all at Walgreens. It was 27 different Walgreens across the country, or excuse me, across Florida or across the region. And I wonder why. What is it about Walgreens where it was easier to not get caught? Yeah, Uber Eats drivers. I know, know you. I know you guys listen to the show. Uh, if if any of you has the opportunity to call in and fill us in on the details on this one, we just don't know enough about the mechanics of how that whole system works with the gift cards and how do you get them. I mean, what? How does Uber give you the money to go get the stuff? And if somebody cancels the order after you've already made the purchase, what's supposed to happen there? Um, I'm just looking through the official statement. Um, uh, one of the guys used the Uber Eats software would act as the customer and the courier. He would place a grocery order as a consumer for pickup under a fake account, then accept the order as the courier. Then Uber would give him the $700 credit. Then he would cancel the consumer's order and spend the credit on a gift card instead. That doesn't further explain anything. No, because <laughs> in, in that case, you would have to think, okay, there is a... There's a real life circumstance under which that could happen. So somebody, yeah. somebody, you know, puts in an order for Uber Eats. You're the courier. You get the credit. You go make the purchase, and before you have a chance to deliver it, they cancel the order. In that case, how are you supposed to deal with that? What's supposed to happen so that Uber doesn't get screwed in that deal? I would assume you, because they say they took advantage of a loophole. But I would assume what happens is Uber knows the order's been canceled. And they just take the credit out of your account for you to spend. Right. So if they don't, were these guys just making a new account every time? So that because if you're a driver and you get the credit to your account, you spend that credit. There's nothing in your account for them to take back. You would, but, right. But at that point, you would owe them, I would assume. Right. I wonder if there's a loophole like on timing or something. And did they have to right? Did they have to make new phony accounts every time they did this? Yeah, if we get further answers or if you have insight, give us a call. 913-586-7798. Okay, coming up in the next hour, two big-name celebrity chefs are opening a restaurant in Las Vegas with an upscale take on kid food. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 